Welcome to A Terrible Football Show, episode 56. Man, season two is almost done for us. Uh, we're currently slated to finish season two on episode 60. We're right here, boys. It's about to Season two is about to come to a, a, a beautiful close and going to start season three here soon. It's exciting times. We, we, no Ricky today. Ricky's got some stuff to come up. I do have got a couple of takes from him. I'll shut up. But we do have Jacob and Shane here. Jake, boys, how are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty exhausted after the work day. But hey, you know, it is what it is. It's not Monday. So that's that's a plus. true. That's a, that's a big W. Big W. Shane, what about you? How are you feeling? Yeah, pretty tired. But you just yeah, sound tired. Was, <laughs> just if, go to if sleep. Today was, <laughs> if today was Monday, I probably wouldn't be here, boys. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just one of those days. I feel you. Like even I'm feeling sluggish. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, for today's episode, it will be on the shorter side, honestly, because uh, I got some games to play. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up probably about an hour. Plus, we don't have a lot. We don't have a lot anyway. It's Super Bowl week. Uh, we're going to be chatting about some Super Bowl, of course, and then a couple other things that I personally did want to you know, kind of shout out, maybe kind of get some thoughts on that I'm personally kind of excited for, so looking forward to that. Um, but, uh, you know, first and foremost, wherever you're watching or listening, make sure to drop a follow, subscribe to the channel, and be a friend, tell a friend. That's the big one here. you got to be a friend here and tell one of your friends, and we would appreciate that extra support. Uh, make sure to go over to Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey that I'm not wearing. I didn't feel like it, but here's mine. Super clean. Turn around, look at that beautiful trash can on the front that I designed Ooh. in 30 seconds. That's a 30-second trash can design that I did. I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my finest pieces of work, and it's on a jersey now. <laughs> like That's just wild to me. So go pick up a jersey. And, of course, use our referral link down below to pick up some Rogue Energy. Uh, the Black Cherry Lemonade is so damn good. You have to pick some up. It's so amazing. God, it's so good. I got to buy another 12-pack. I'm almost out. I'm starting to kind of like go back to the, the tub flavors now. It's like I have to make these six last until I buy another 12-pack. I can't run out. It's do or die if I run out of the Black Cherry Lemonade Rogue Energy. Um, but I'll go ahead and start turning down the music. And, oh, of course, join the Discord if you want to chat with us. That's, the, that's probably the best way to do so is hop into the Discord. Send some memes. We like memes. Join the calls on Tuesdays. We got a channel for it. We'll pull you up when we got time. Um, but yeah, we got some, uh, you know, Super Bowl week, boys. Um, you know, we had the Pro Bowl this past weekend. We'll kind of give some thoughts on that. If anyone saw anything about it or watched it, I, de I didn't watch it, but I, I okay, I, that's incorrect. I did not watch it live, but I definitely watched the playback because I was just working and it was just going on. I actually technically watched it twice in all the work that I was doing. It replayed itself, uh, but I did not watch it live, though. Got that going on. Of course, Super Bowl week, Chiefs and Eagles, huge matchup, a lot to chat about there. Uh, some pretty big news that I'm really excited for that could potentially work out really well or could flop with the return of my favorite football league that's not the NFL with the Arena Football League coming back. I love Arena Football so damn much. And the fact that Arena Football League is coming back is super exciting. XFL's around the corner. Lots to chat about, boys. Uh, we'll start with the Pro Bowl. Did anyone else watch the Pro Bowl? Anyone check anything out? I watched the Pro Bowl, and I watched uh, a decent amount of the games, too. Okay, okay. Pro Bowl games, yeah. yeah. Shame about you. Did you check uh, out anything out? Um, Yeah, I watched most of it, okay. if not all of it, to be honest. Because um, while I was watching that, um, or during the week or whatever, while they were playing the games, um, I was also watching the East-West Shrine game and also watched the... True. Um, American and national game or whatever senior, the senior yeah, bowl. Yeah. How about um, that uh, that running back from Tulane? Man, he shot up some draft stock. Man, he had a, oh, oh he had, he had a good week. Sure. I'm I'm, I'm watching know, him now. Spears, I forgot his first name, but I'm watching him now. He's on my list. <laughs> you know who looked horrible in the three drives that he played? Hmm. Max Dugan looked horrendous. Oh no, yeah. that oh, senior no. bowl. But I bet you he's still feeling it from the regular he, season. He yeah. threw a pick. He fumbled the ball, he got sacked twice, and then he was pulled. And then some third-string guy came in that literally looked like he was about 5'9", a buck 70 came in. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he was even having trouble even throwing the ball downfield. I don't know why they put him in, but they did. I think my favorite senior bowl player uh, that, from what I was watching was Jake Hayner from Fresno State, the quarterback. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. It was lightning, dude. I, I, I've seen I, a lot I of talk about that. Have a great career. Yeah, I was seeing a lot of talk about how well he did at the Senior Bowl. 
But, yeah, I mean, the Pro Bowl games, though, I mean, uh, were we overall entertained? I mean, I still think Pro Bowl is a giant joke, all right, just just based on the voting aspect. If they just changed how people got selected to the Pro Bowl, I, I may not be as critical about that, but I just I really do think it's a fucking joke. Um, and it's not just because of, you know, Tyler Huntley. For, let, me, let me stress this. Let me sh- I've been saying this for many years now of where you have a guy – you know, I mean, like just a couple of years ago, I th- I don't remember what season exactly. Khalil Mack got voted the Pro Bowl, and you know he's a bear. I love Khalil. You know he was a bear at the time. Love Khalil, but Khalil like was injured most of the year, and he only had like six sacks. He just got voted because everyone knows who he is. You know, it's a joke. But Pro Bowl games, trying something new. You know, how 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 do we like it? How do we enjoy it? Were we overall entertained? I really yeah, I en- thought it was. Go ahead. I really enjoyed the games, to be honest. Um, even even the three different football games, the five football games at the end that they played, all of it was entertaining that I watched. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you're right. The only thing that bugs me is the voting to get into the games. But, um, I mean, I watched the precision passing thing. Derek Carr showed out. Legend. That boy, that boy Legend. Was, that boy was – I'm pretty sure he beat the uh, NFC by himself. Because I think they had like 50 points combined between the three quarterbacks, and he had like 45. <laughs> and he went off. Um, Tyler Huntley did pretty well. He, did. he had like the second highest on the on the AFC. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than the voting, for once, I was actually entertained by the Pro Bowl in the, in the game throughout the week. No, yeah, I, I was hugely entertained with the whole flag football idea. To be honest, it was it just felt like the energy was higher and the players were having a lot more fun, which was in turn making me have fun watching right, it. Right. I, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was more physical than a normal pro bowl <laughs> game. And that was nice to see. I, I like um, the joke from uh Tyree kill. He's just like, man, it's like football. And I'm out here getting decleated. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I think this is going to be a smart, choice going forward i loved the whole peyton manning versus eli manning deal when it comes to coaching that was great peyton was taking um, it so serious he was so pissed about some of the calls <laughs> <laughs> and i i loved the fact i, I loved watching uh cd lamb and micah parsons that was that was nice i'm glad that those boys were there now let me ask you guys a couple of questions here number one the uh like the trick passing thing how do you feel about that because honestly I like the idea so much, and I want to see how much more it could possibly improve and get better. Because the concept sounds cool as shit. Because you can do something; it, it could, you know, it will never compete with the, with the dunk contest, right? It never will. But it's still like, okay, this is their version of the dunk contest, and that's cool. And the other thing, you know, because you you touched on it with Peyton and Eli, they're just like. With them and Omaha, and they are next level. Should they just permanently be the Pro Bowl guys, or should they alternate every year like they did a few years ago, where it's just like you had a, you had an old player be a captain and he did the the draft, whatever? What do you guys think about those two things? I think they should probably alternate. Like it would be cool to, but but I think the people should have the the two coaches that they pick should already have history with one another. Like one one time it would be I don't know like Tom Brady and Julian Edelman or, or Rob Gronkowski or uh, the Harbaugh brothers or oh, um, oh. the Kelsey brothers or you know just just something like that where the coaches have history with one another because it just makes for entertainment. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'd even be down for something like say there's you know say there's two high end players that don't necessarily want to play in the games, let them coach. Shit, I mean, let's say one year we have like Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts in there, right? For some reason, they don't make the Super Bowl, and they don't want to play. Let them coach. Mm-hmm. Let, let's see. Yeah. Let's see what happens. That would actually be kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> look. I mean, the Pro Bowl is dying. Spice it up in every way possible. You know, that, that that's a good idea. I like that. Now, what do you guys think about the trick pass thing? You hate it. You like it. You like the concept. You know, well, how I, you guys feel about it? I like, I like- it. I'm sorry, go ahead. I liked it, but the thing is, is, I mean, there's only so much you can do with it, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the issue. That's the problem. Basketball. When there's a little bit more flair you can do to to those. At the end of the day, you're just catching a football. Um, You can do all the flips and all the blindfolds and running through cheerleaders that you want. But when it comes down to it, it's, it's just catching a football. So, I mean, I, I think it's entertaining, but I think there's only a limit that they'd be able to do to it. 
I think as of right now, it's like in, in a very, very early infant state. This whole Pro right. Bowl concept yeah, yeah, yeah. is right now. And I, I honest, honest to God, think that the NFL is competent enough to continue to improve on it more and more and more. Like more than likely, eventually we won't just have a trick pass competition. We may have, I don't know, like who knows? Why? Um, celebration contest one-on-ones or yeah celebrations anything oklahoma drill would be nice to see oh i mean yeah i think honestly they really should go back to the days of like the competitions of like the farthest pass you know the one-on-ones maybe a route running um um competition um things like that or like even i, I remember back in the day they one year they had like a toe tap competition when like you try to get as close to the the goal line or whatever as possible um and try to make the most spectacular catch in the back of the end zone or whatever it may be like there's definitely things that you can go to and take from like previous years before the pro bowl was dog shit um to to take from those things like i remember the days seeing fucking philip rivers and jason campbell run through these fucking targets and throw a ball on the run to try to stick it to the little uh, Velcro target at the end of the course. That shit was entertaining. Right. I will say, going back to something that that was brought up by Shane, Derek Carr looked electrifying. He did. This guy looked phenomenal. And <laughs> I have a spicy prediction about that boy. That kind of changes a lot about my, well, a little bit about my mock draft 1.0. Okay, okay. I have a feeling that the Jets are going to swing and miss on Aaron Rodgers. I agree. And he's going to go somewhere else, and the Jets are going to end up with Derek Carr. I do think that is an actual very solid possibility, and actually one thing that was kind of cooking in my brain that I wanted I wanted all four of us to do here, you know, I don't know, one of these first few episodes of Season 3 here soon, we'll see, is all of us go around the NFL all 32 teams and predict the starting quarterbacks. And I know it's just like, yeah, that's the most notable position. So that's why I thought to do that one in particular, especially since I knew Jacob already had some spicy ones anyway. <laughs> and, the, and, and I've also have been thinking about it quite a bit and I've got some spicy ones. That's something we may do here in the next few weeks. Cause I was, I was also going to even double it up more where if you boys want to also say, this is who will be the starter at the beginning of the year, but here's who's going to be the starter at the end of the year. If you guys even want to go that far with it, go for it. I thought that Dude, I thought because that, that could that could that could make this some spicy is my stuff. hot take on that. Um, I think the Jets will miss on Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. I don't think they'll be able to get either Ooh. one of them. <laughs> I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have to settle for a third choice and get Jimmy G. Derek mm. Carr's going to Tampa Bay, A. Rod to Oakland or Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Man, we'll, that oh man, that would be. We'll so have to follow up on Jets. this. Well, I I, I want to do this segment in a few weeks. We're gonna have to follow up on this. Think, <laughs> start thinking about your spicy quarterback takes about where people's gonna go. And honestly, that's something we could probably do in the next couple of weeks. And if we even wanted to dive into it a little bit further and do like another segment of doing any uh, free agent predictions, because uh, season three of ATFS should start the day free agency starts if all lines up with the schedule. So just all stuff to think about. All stuff to think about. But, uh, you know, overall, but with the Derek Carr thing, though, the fact that he roasted himself to the way that he did, this dude, he, he's a guy. All right. Someone needs to trade for him right now. <laughs> like, he's a guy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Loved that roast on himself. That was incredible. <laughs> he's just so self-aware, and I'm here for it. Especially since and everything is humble. in Vegas. Yeah. Everything being in Vegas, too, that just added, that added the cherry on top, bro. Yep. Yep. Uh, so last question for you boys when it comes to the Pro Bowl, and this is a very back and forth that I see online about things. Pro Bowl games, overall, I would say pretty successful. I saw the viewership numbers earlier, a little bit down from last year, but it's still pretty damn high at 6.8 million. But they're working on trying to make it better. They're working on trying to improve it and stuff. One aspect that's always been chat about for many years now, where should it be? Should it continue to rotate or whenever the time comes and Aloha Stadium is finished with its, reno uh, with its renovations, should it go back to Hawaii? It needs to go back to Hawaii. The whole rotation thing should just be strictly for the Super Bowl. And the, the Pro Bowl doesn't have as much 
uh, power as the Super Bowl does, so it doesn't really need to be rotated. No one really has home field advantage when it comes to it. So just keep it in Hawaii. Hawaii doesn't have a professional team. It's a neutral site, it's, and it's great. It's a, it's a lovely destination for tourists to come and watch the, the, the skill games and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll agree. Um, and it just takes me back to uh, what kind of what I stated before. When the Pro Bowl wasn't dog shit, where was it? Hawaii. Yep. You know, it was in Hawaii every year. Um, and I remember even they did like specific Pro Bowl jerseys that kind of fit that Hawaii theme um, almost every year. And it was pretty sick watching. So. And I will say, when it comes, the, the benefit to going back to Hawaii is also it, it motivates players to want to go to the Pro Bowl. Because it's like, oh, I get a trip to Hawaii. Fuck yeah. Like, I'll bring my family down Hawaii for a week to do this Pro Bowl, whatever. You know, I do see the benefit to it being a rotating thing where you can get more cities involved. Because traveling to Hawaii is pretty fucking expensive. I get it. So, like, you put in Hawaii and less fans may be able to go. So, I get the benefit to rotating it around within, you know, in the United States on, on, on the, you know, not on an island. I get that. But, you know, if you want, like, a solid viewing experience... I feel like Hawaii is the way to go because it's going to bring more, more players, to, like the first selection players, to potentially actually want to go. You know that that's one of the big benefits. A yeah. lot of a lot of people have been in question for so long. Why did they move away from Hawaii? I'm telling you, it's because Aloha Stadium. Like that. That's why it's it's been in desperate need for a, a, you know renovations for a while, and they've been working on it. Well, I mean, for God's sake, I mean Hawaii Warriors are playing at like a almost a practice facility on on campus. Like that's their current stadium. You know, it's not it's not going to be there. They're as far as I know from every last thing I saw, they're still slated to go back to Aloha Stadium whenever everything is done. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that, that that's why it's not in Hawaii anymore. It's because the, the stadium had like when they left from Hawaii, I think that was like. Oh, man, 2014, I think, I think is when they left from Hawaii. I could be wrong on that. Uh, it had just had like a lot, it was just old, had a lot of safety issues and stuff. And then it became a long process on beginning to set anything up for building to be done. Uh, and now that's, they've been working on it for like, I think literally since right before COVID. So obviously COVID slowed it down and whatever, but it'll, it'll be back to Hawaii eventually, which I think is the biggest win for the Pro Bowl games. Um, I mean, yeah. And the thing about another thing about the relocation thing, honestly, like, you saying it's expensive to travel to Hawaii, which is very true. But let's be honest here. The the actual people that are traveling to these Pro Bowls, a very small percentage are, you know, everyday average Joes. A lot of these people have the money to spend no matter what. If they're right. going to I mean, spend that, time. That, that's 100% at yeah. true at the, at the Pro Bowl. So that's 100% Because 95% of people are going to, if they're going to save up money to go to something, they're going to save up money to go to the Super Bowl. They're not going to save up money to go to the Pro Bowl over the Super Bowl. <laughs> what do you mean, man? I'm going to go to the Pro Bowl over the Super Bowl. Let's go, baby. Pro Bowl games. All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be beneficial for you if they move it back to Hawaii, though. Yeah, so man. I get that. Go get some Hawaii merch. Let's go. <laughs> this is like from Hawaii, by the way. Very nice hat I just got recently. Is it black on black or is it green? Uh, no, the I mean, there's green in the logo, but this on the front, and you know, just it's not green or anything. Okay. Yeah, you know, the green, the green's there. Uh, then we also have some green accents on Hawaii on the back as well. It's a clean little hat. I like it a lot. Uh, but yeah, overall, Pro Bowl games, thumbs up from me. Uh, you know, it's a lot better than it's been for from years. So that's 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 awesome. That's legit. Um, let's uh let's go ahead and hit the Super Bowl. Let's go ahead and kind of give our thoughts on that, and then we can finish up with just uh, like the arena football, which I do want to kind of chat about, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, foot, you know, the Super Bowl. We already kind of gave our thoughts more on it last week and stuff. How, how are we feeling on it now? You know, are you still kind of where you were, or are we we kind of flipping sides? You know, I, man, I, I I've seen all the hype on the Eagles right now, and I get it, man. That's one of the best defensive lines I feel like we've seen in thirty plus years, but. I don't know, man. All of this talk being all Eagles is scaring the shit. I mean, I feel like the Chiefs are going to sneak up and steal this thing, you know? I mean, yeah, last time I checked, the the Chiefs are still a two-and-a-half-point favorite or something like that. So, I mean, I'm still I'm still keeping the Eagles pick. But, I mean, as of right now and as of last week, the Chiefs were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. The Eagles are a point-and-a-half favorite now. Okay. It, dude, I know it, I it keeps the- swapping. Yeah, no, I checked it like three days ago, and they were still like a two, two, two and a half. 
personally favorite. So, yeah, like that keeps um, flipping nonstop. You know, honestly, I think that this game could go the Chiefs' way, just because I think if the whole the whole narrative about this is not only the Kelsey brothers, but this is the Andy Reid bull as well. You know, he coached both of these teams. If he gets this win, I bet you he retires. I bet you he retires this season. Hmm. Um, and also look at it this way. I mean, just even right now, without Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl, um, he's been to three Super Bowls in six years. Yep. There's only one other quarterback that's done that. And it's Tommy Brady. Yeah, but at least Brady so, has a better win loss ratio than Mahomes had. In yeah, that but right span. now, right now, <laughs> Brady. I mean, right now, Pat's only Pat has won one and lost one. So even if he does lose this one, I don't think it hurts him tremendously. To be honest, just depends on if he wins the next one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now if he now if he goes if yeah, yeah if, he if goes, he goes one, one and three, it, then, then you know we got a yeah, situation. Yeah, if he goes one for three, then that's you know that's some Jim Kelly stuff right there. So. No, nah, that's more Yikes. like John Elway. <laughs> John Elway, what, didn't he lose like four or three before he won those those two? Yeah, but Kelly lost four in a row. Yeah, Kelly lost four in a row, which is, that's a big yikes. Also, didn't two even. the Cowboys. That's yeah, true. Uh, honestly, all four to the to the NFC East, if we're just going to be real. Washington, New York, and two Dallas ones. Like, that's just, yep. the, that's just Buffalo's kryptonite. If Buffalo ever makes it to the Super Bowl, in this current era with Josh Allen and stuff, and it's against an NFC what, NFC East team, I will bet a large amount of money on whatever NFC East team it is. A large well, amount of money. Simultaneously, I will bet a large amount of money that Josh Allen will never make it to a Super Bowl. Ooh, okay, okay. Spicy take, spicy take. A lot of people are on that that boat that he's going to make it. Do you, you think he's, you think he's going to be like the Phil Rivers of this generation? Absolutely, and it's there's a lot of chat on has, that. <laughs> he has the same build as Philip Rivers does. The with same a number. <laughs> Yeah, he, I just I, I feel bad for the guy, but I think I think he's going to be the Philip Rivers of this generation. And it's unfortunate. Mm, I just don't uh, think that Bill's organization is prepared to go to the Super Bowl. If anything, I see Josh Allen more of a maybe a Brett Favre, a Ben Roethlisberger when it compares to accomplishments. I think he'll, he'll probably go to one, win one or go to two and and split it. Um, if I was to pick anybody to be uh, that player, it'd probably be Justin Herbert. Honestly, um, to be I the can next see Justin Phil Herbert Rivers. in with with the Chargers. <laughs> probably like it's same I don't team. Know, I'm, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Justin Herbert, so I think he can he can potentially get there a few times, but I don't I don't think he has what it takes to actually get to the like he has a chance to get to the championship game, but not the Super Bowl. If that makes sense. I think he will make a. I think Justin Herbert will make a Super Bowl, but it's not going to be with the Chargers. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. This is also another game we need to play at some point during this offseason. Is is match all of the current quarterbacks, the current generation, with the previous generation's counterpart. Who is who? <laughs> That's something we need. We need to do at some point. Which also didn't even uh, you know shout this out to lead off the show, but also shout out to Tom Brady retiring officially this time. You know, that, yep. that happened, I think, Wednesday after we went live. Uh, so shout out to that. You know, officially done from the sound of it. Going to be starting his uh, broadcasting career in 2024. So shout out to that. Shout out to that. Aaron so, Rodgers might be following suit. He's going on his little uh, isolation retreat, and he's going to contemplate whether or not he wants to come back next year. I think he's coming back. I'm going to be real with you. I really You know really what he's going to do on that isolation retreat, man. It's going to be a little bit of a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna go a little bit on of a journey. Yes, to say yes. the least. I think going he's on a bender, back. boys. I think he's coming back <laughs> straight up. Like that—that's my mindset. Is this dude's coming back? And at this yeah, point, I mean, I'm all in on the Raider train. <laughs> yeah, I was more worried about him leaving last year than I am this year. Right. To be honest, I agree. I agree to that take too. But also with the Raider train, you guys got to keep in mind like the Raiders have no fucking money. <laughs> yep. no, that's their issue they have no fucking money so i don't know how they would make that work they, but uh, they, they might figure something out i don't know the only thing that scares me about that is like are you really getting that much more i mean other than Devonte adams are you really getting that much more with the raiders mm -hmm. as far as the team wise like as far as talent wise goes no, because they're they're losing Josh jacobs this year so i mean they're, they're that's a huge part <clears throat> they won't have a running game next year yeah 
If if they could somehow figure it out, just keep Josh. But I think Josh wants out. I think he's done. I think he. he oh, I yeah. mean, he's he feels Josh too Jacobs disrespected. A, Josh Jacobs had an interview at the Pro Bowl, and he said the that, Pro Bowl was shit. You know, he, <laughs> he's working at he's working out at the uh, deal, and he's even part of the talks on who the next quarterback's going to be. Um, and they he said that the the front office have talked um, have brought him three names. And of course, he's not. He didn't share those names, but he knows the three targets that they're going after. Mm, I wonder who they could be. You know, A Rod's on there. I wonder who the other two could be. You just think like what Jimmy G and I don't know. I don't know what the other one could be. I'm drawing a blank. I don't think. I don't think Lamar is on their radar. I don't think so. They they can't afford him. <laughs> oh, shout out to Lamar. Do you guys see the report that Lamar and the Ravens could be up to a hundred million dollars apart on contract talks? Yep. He's out. That's insane. He's, He's out. Yeah, there's it's no not way. Happening. So your prediction of him going to Atlanta or something, man. Atlanta could, has the money. They got the money. Yeah, yeah. Shane, as soon as uh, I saw that report, I literally one of the next tweets I saw was like top ten teams with money. It's like Bears one, Falcons two, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> Jacob <laughs> oh, might be shit. Jacob might be onto something. <laughs> oh shit, this might be going down. Oh my god. Uh, no, uh, let's go back to the Super Bowl though. Um, you know, what, 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 what's our, what's our stance on this game right now? Overall? Like, I mean, are do you guys, are you guys ready to lock in who you think is winning this game? Cause we're kind of going back and forth. You know, we feel like the chiefs can, can get it. We feel like the, the Eagles can take this away with that front seven, lock it in. Who, who are we feeling? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still going to the Eagles. I'm still locking it in. Um, I feel like I have to, that was my winner prediction. I I got the game wrong, but I mean I did predict the Eagles to win though. I mean yeah, I had one of two NFC teams there. I had the Eagles and Vikings going up against either the Bengals or the Bills. So unfortunately, I got the AFC team wrong. Um, we got one of the NFC right. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna hammer in the Eagles. I mean they're I mean Jacob, you just said they're what a one and a half point favorite. Yep. Honestly, I would take the over. Um, I don't think it's gonna be no 14 point blowout. Um, I, I still think it's going to be like a 42-38 game, um, something like that. So let's hope. The over-under is 51 for that game. Yeah, I'd definitely ha- hammer the over, in my opinion. Um, I think I said this last week. These are my two least favorite teams yep, in the you NFL. Um, the Eagles for obvious reasons and the Chiefs just because I hate their fans so much. I hate their fans so much. Uh, I hate to say this. I really, really do. Do you want to know Ricky's thoughts before you say anything? No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Fly, eagle, fly, baby. Oh, my gosh. He actually said it. (laughs) That hurt. (laughs) Here's, Here's Ricky's thoughts. As much as I believe the Eagles are the better overall team, I don't see Patrick Mahomes losing this one after his terrible performance the last Super Bowl he played in. So that's his thoughts. Is he's, it sounds like he's rocking with the Chiefs. Here's the problem, though, with the Chiefs. Paul Hardman is all IR. Kadarius Tony is questionable. And Juju's questionable. All their receivers are banged up to hell and back. Be tough. Against that Eagles secondary, it's going to be real, real tough. And if you have banged up wide receivers against that secondary, your chances of winning are going down further and further. Speaking of Eagles secondary, shout out to the fact that Darius Slay has still got a chip on his shoulder from Matt Patricia. Yep. He, yeah, he said that in an interview like today or yesterday or something, where it's like, yeah, I still think about whenever he told me that I'm not there yet. And, you know, because I've only had one Pro Bowl, whatever, and now I've had five. And, you know, he's one of the best corners in the league and shit. Like I, I love, I love that dog mentality he's got there. That's awesome. Uh, where he's still holding on to what Matt Patricia told him and why he wouldn't the, get him an extension. A Bill Belichick uh, coaching tree will only ever be good in college football. Even then, the coach, his coaching tree is just abysmal. If we're gonna be honest, in the NFL, I mean, Bill O'Brien with the Texans was eh. He had okay years, but he was all right. He also had some pretty shitty years. Yeah. Uh, Matt Patricia, terrible. And don't even get me started about the Yahoo over in Oakland or Las Vegas right now. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could go on all day about Josh McDaniel. That dude's a fucking moron. Yep. But, uh, no, it, it's actually kind of baffling where, you know, he's considered the greatest coach in NFL history, but he has, like, the most abysmal coaching tree possible. Like, anyone that's I, – I, I'd have to look at the coaching tree, but just immediate names that pop that pop in my brain. He's never had anyone go off and actually really have success. Like – Except for one person. Who? Nick Saban. Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, Nick Saban was on Bill Belichick's uh, coaching staff at one point. When was that? Was that with, um, that was Cleveland. Yeah, that was, that was with the Cleveland. Yeah. That Browns. was Cleveland. Okay. Forgot about and that. And then after, after Nick Saban left, he went to the jets coached for, I think a year or two and then went to college. Okay. Forgot about Nick Saban with the Browns. Okay. Besides that, it's an abysmal coaching tree. A lot of notable names, a lot of noble, notable yeah. names, names have gotten had coaching jobs and stuff. You know, but just every single one of them just dog shit, which is just yep. really comedic to, to witness. Um, so uh, for me in the Super Bowl, I'm going to still rock with the Eagles, though. I'm going to lock that in. Uh, that that front seven, too damn good. The D-line, too damn good. That secondary, too damn good. You know, just looking at the defensive stats for the season, could it all just, you know, deflate? Sure, but I'm going to keep rocking with them. And, uh, you know, here's the... Gardner Minshew getting a ring, baby. Let's go, baby. Minshew mania getting a ring. Let's get it. I am so, so hoping that the Eagles try a trick play and Jason Kelsey catches a touchdown pass. Oh, please. I'm hoping. Please. I am so hoping for that. You know, Um, and also on the flip side, um, 10 of um, Philadelphia's 11 starters on offense all drafted. On the uh, yeah, flip yeah. side, with Kansas City, I think they only have like six of 11 that were drafted. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting, too. Because the only one on uh, Philly's side that wasn't drafted was, of course, AJ. Yep. Which, that's impressive as shit, honestly. That's just good drafting. Yep. It took them a while. It took it them a while to get into for- form, but help, here they are. Yeah. You know, you, they, they, they went on that miracle run, won a Super Bowl, became a dumpster fire. And now they've got to figure it back out. So I this mean, is the five-year anniversary for that for that Super Bowl run too. Yeah, I, I mean, know. yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I was about to say, let's be real, I man. It's only been five years. Yeah. I mean, how many teams can say they went from the best team in the league to possibly one of the worst to the best again in a five-year span? Facts. <laughs> I mean, how many teams can say there's not that many teams that can say they've been to two Super Bowls in in five years? I mean, honestly, my team can't. Facts none of our teams can <laughs> you know it, it's it's a thing where because of what we witnessed in the last 20 years for the afc it really you know it kind of makes us as current day viewers almost feel a little spoiled in that capacity of where you just expect the same teams to always go back to the super bowl when that's really just not the case man like you know like you know what what you're saying that you know a team can you know a team that say, "Hey, we've been to two Super Bowls in five years." Like that—that's a big deal. Like it really is. It's a lot. It's a lot harder than people realize. And again, I feel it's just because we've been spoiled in the AFC. I mean, before Patrick Mahomes, there was only you know what four starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl for twenty years: Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, and Joe Fucking Flacco. Like <laughs> that was it. That was your AFC Super Bowl starters up until what Patty? You know uh, then. It, Went went from Patty to you know then Burrow. we have Burrow, and now back to Patty. So I mean, like even still, we're at, we're only at you know six fucking quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the last twenty three years of the Super Bowl. Well, really, uh, you know, right at twenty because you got Rich Gannon back in 02, But you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah, you know, with how this past couple decades went, it really just puts in perspective how how much harder because you look at the NFC side, right? Bro, all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals made a Super Bowl, for God's sake, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, right. it's yeah, all over was, the place. I was, I was going for the Cardinals in that Super Bowl. I okay. was, too. That, that's, I love that's, Kurt. That's, that's one of the top reasons why I don't like the Steelers, because they fucking drove down and <laughs> dude, hit that corner pass. With like that was left, uh, Carson Palmer, right, for the Cardinals? No, that was Kurt, no, it that was was Kurt, Kurt Warner. Warner. Kurt Warner? Oh, in the okay, Super Bowl. Carson was after that, right? Carson, yeah. Was, they had yeah. it went from Kurt Warner to I think they had a slight bridge with someone I don't know remember who, and then they got Carson from the from the Raiders in a trade, 
and then that Carson talk, went on like a three year run. Talk about I think Carson is one of the best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl. I feel like he's one of the most uh, underrated quarterbacks for sure. Yep. Obviously the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, for me, Dan. it'd be a tie it's, between it's, it's Dan, Dan Marino and Warren Moon. To me, it's Dan. Easy. I, I will throw that out there every day of the week. It's Dan Marino. In my See, opinion. I don't know, though. War, I, statistically, Warren Moon was a better quarterback. I know, man. I mean, he's, that man still holds records today. Warren Moon was a beast. Shout out to him and his running the CFL as well. Um, yep. Uh, but uh, Dan Marino was next level. I mean, you got to keep in mind this dude was through for 5,000 yards when it was uncom- when it was unheard of. You know, 84, threw for over 5,000 yards. Didn't happen again until 2011, I think. So, I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's a fair debate, though, between Warren Moon and Dan Marino. That, that is a fair debate. I, I, I feel like, for me personally, Dan Marino won for best quarterback, never won a Super Bowl. That's my take, though. That's my take. Tony Romo's up there for me, too. Not just because he's a Cowboy, but statistically speaking, he was a pretty damn good quarterback. He was a good – he was a damn good regular season quarterback, like up front. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he was fun as shit to watch. I don't care if you're a Cowboys hater or not. He was fun to watch, 100%. One of my favorite games I ever I ever watched him play was uh, – I think it was against 49ers when he punctured his lung and came back into the game and, and won the game. <laughs> yeah. The game was awesome. <laughs> what a legend. What a legend. Uh, speaking of legends, um, how are we feeling about arena football coming back? Cause I'm pumped. I'm so fucking pumped. Have they announced the teams? Uh, no, all they've announced is they're going to begin playing in 2024 and we'll have 16 teams, 16 teams coming back to the, for the beginning. Um, I saw someone immediately throw out a comment and I thought it was funny. Um, where it's just like, man, if they got to bring the Iowa barnstormers back and Iowa barnstormers, Twitter responded, it's like, we're we're still here. We're still a thing, uh, because Iowa <laughs> Barnstormers they are part of the indoor football league, uh, and I actually pulled that up too because I was kind of curious if uh, indoor football league had any other uh, alumni, you know, from uh, from the good old arena football, and they do. They got a couple. Uh, they have um, uh, you know, they have the Iowa Barnstormers, of course, and they have the Arizona Rattlers. That's a classic, founded in '92. Uh, then they also have an I'm this uh, one of the last probably remaining teams from the AF2. They have the Green Bay Blizzard in the indoor football league. So shout out to that. I mean, yeah, shout that's out an to old that. school team. Yeah, that they've been they've they've survived the AF2 and they're still kicking. But no, I, I I'm pretty pumped for this. I would love to see Iowa uh, go back to the arena football because they have, in my opinion, probably the best helmets in football history. That's my that's my personal opinion. Those helmets are, are unbelievably sick. I love them. I really do. With the goggles, bro, that's so cool. You guys, are, you guys remember what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, bro, yep. so cool. I love them. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm super excited to see the teams that's going to be coming back to arena football. I loved watching arena football. I loved it. Anytime it was on, you bet your ass I was tuning in. I loved watching it. My team was Philadelphia Soul. And they had a hell of a run, and I personally think they're coming back. I'd be shocked if they don't. I would be blown away if the Philadelphia Soul is not a team in the comeback. I'm I'm hoping that the Columbus Destroyers come back. I really, really do, because I caught one game of them when I was a kid, and it was fantastic to watch them play. And, you know, did you watch them when when Matt Nagy was the quarterback? I don't want to talk about it. So uh, Matt Nagy was the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people give arena football some flack just because, you know, there's like no out of bounds. Yeah. But I just don't think they get it. I just don't think they get it. It's nice to have arena football. It's nice to have the XFL coming back. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have the USFL. It's nice to have these other leagues that they're probably never going to be NFL level. No. But it's it's football all year round what's wrong with that right like there's nothing wrong with that exactly people like all right look i understand where it's just like you know yeah it's football year round but i'm gonna go ahead and dog usfl when you have a situation like usfl where it's garbage football every single week i get not giving a shit because usfl was garbage football i don't give a shit about usfl if it improves cool although i will give their social media teams props I will give them that because I did get sent the um, the Stallions schedule reveal, and it was pretty solid. 
I had I really did appreciate it because all it was the whole video which is clips from movies that involved horses, a horse scene of a horse kicking someone or doing something, even had Red Dead Redemption clips of of you know them of the horse kicking Arthur in the face and killing him and, and just throwing the logo over him whatever for the team so the schedule reveal. That was clever. I enjoyed that. But USFL is garbage up front. It, it's bad football. All right. It, I mean, I'm just speaking at like from when I watched it. But XFL, I enjoyed XFL's return run. I thought it was pretty good. And honestly, arena football. I thought arena football was – I never had a bad time watching arena. Anytime I got a chance to watch it, I never had a bad time watching it. So, like, if you get some of these, you know, these few leagues, you know, that are that can actually be truly competitive in their league – then, you know, you're right. It's football year-round. What's wrong with that? And I know, you know, everyone just wants to do college and pro and stuff. Like, if you love the game of football, man, give some of these other leagues a shot. Like, because seriously, arena football is awesome. If, if anyone that's knocking on it, you, you just you haven't experienced it. You haven't truly tasted the beauty of arena football because it is, it is by far my second favorite thing to watch in football, uh, in football leagues. But So I'm, I'm very pumped for it. I'm pumped for possible teams that you know i would you know like i said philly i think is going to be in there i actually think columbus destroyers will come back personally that that that's my take they're they're one of my 16 um i think the cleveland gladiators is coming back i think new orleans voodoo is going to potentially come back um i could see chicago rush maybe making a return they weren't around very long but i could see it i could see it happening um let's see uh, san jose saber cats i could see that iowa i could see them maybe leaving you know the ifl same thing with Arizona. I could see them leaving after that. I don't know. We'll see. Orlando Predators would be cool to see come them come back. They 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 had a good run. They had a long. They had a pretty decent long run. Let me look. Uh, let me see if I can find them real quick and how long they went on. Orlando Predators. Where are you, Orlando? Where are you on this fucking list? Oh, there it is. Yeah, Orlando Predators founded in '91 and suspended operations in 2016. Pretty good run. Notable team there, boys. So I'm I'm pumped for the Arena Football League personally. I'm very very excited for it. I'm ready for it to come back. I'm ready to hear the teams. I'm, I don't know when we're gonna get actual team announcements, but either way, it's gonna be pretty sweet. Probably be sometime later this year, and then yeah. it'll probably be like the XFL. We'll get the team announcements, then we'll get the jerseys and all that such. Right. Player announcements. Who's gonna be on each team? They'll probably do a draft. More than likely gonna have a draft. Yeah. What about you, Shane? You got any excitement for the Arena Football League, or are you going to be a negative Nancy? No, uh, I like <laughs> I like the Arena Football League. Um, the Arena Football League was actually my very first ever live experience of really? any kind of football. Okay, okay. when it was the uh, um, Twisters, right? What? When it was the Twisters in AF2? Yep, yep, okay. yep. Um, so, like, I remember I went with my brother, and so at the time my mom was... Uh, she just babysit like her friends and my dad's friends' kids, um, and we were babysitting this kid named Noah, and uh, his dad took me and my brother to a Twisters game. Um, That's what's up? And then two weeks later, went to a Globetrotters game. Um, so I mean, yeah, that was my very first experience with football. So watching Arena Football with the Arkansas Twisters. Hopefully, they come back. I don't think they will, but. If they do, they had uh, a decent run, though. I, th- I thought. I don't know the year span, like two thousand to whatever. They had a pretty decent run before they moved on to the. They they were Arkansas Twisters for I think like ten years or something. Then became the Arkansas Diamonds or whatever. And then for one year, and then they moved to Texas as the Allen Wranglers, which, if everyone remembers, To played for. <laughs> yep. Shout yep. out to that. <laughs> No, I, I think the 16 teams, I think it's going to be a mix of some classics, and I think it's going to be a, some new introductions, personally. That, that, that's kind of my take on it. I don't think we're going to get to see 16 classic teams all come back. I think we'll definitely see some of the more notable classic teams come back. You know, I think Iowa could, like I said, potentially come over uh, from the IFL. I think the Soul will be in there, uh, San Jose, Arizona. Uh, after that, I feel like it's going to be a lot of new teams. You know, even if they base it in a former city of a, of a notable team, let's say Orlando Predators, I could see Orlando getting a team and it being something completely different. I would actually bet money Orlando will get a team. Orlando, 
uh, I know over the last, you know, especially since I, I love going there. I go there a lot. I have friends that live there. Orlando has been pushing so much to get more stuff in the city. You know, they just got their own uh, football team. Uh, not when I say football team. I mean, I meant soccer. They got their own so- soccer team a few years ago, Orlando FC. Um, you know, now they have Orlando Guardians, the XFL, and, you know, potentially maybe an arena football league too, which would be cool. Uh, XFL, though, set to start on the 18th, I think, here pretty soon. I'm really excited to watch that one. You know, see how the Orlando Guardians do. Shout out to the, you know, they got Paxton Lynch on the, on the roster. Shout out to that. I'm ready to see if maybe they'll have him be the starter or if they'll have that, uh, that one Francis guy be the starter who was a quarterback at Florida State, if you guys know who I'm talking about, DeAndre Francis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francois. Yeah, yeah Fr- Francis, whatever. Yeah, yeah. him and Paxton Lynch and some other guy that start are the quarterbacks on the roster. I'd like to see Paxton Lynch get that job. I also saw where Cole McDonald is with Houston. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, former Hawaii quarterback. He was a beast at Hawaii. So I'm excited to see that he's got a he's got a potential gig there for the XFL. Are we all tuning in to day one of the XFL? Because I know I am. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to see Bob Stoops coach all over Vegas. Man, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Who's I can't your, wait. Who's your team, Jacob, in the in the USFL? USFL, USFL or, or the XFL? Or XFL, sorry. Arlington Renegades, or formerly the Dallas Renegades. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a big fan of Bob Stoops. I I really am. I love Bob. Stoops. I am too. I was choosing between three teams um, when they made the announcements: uh, the Battle Hawks, the Arlington, and there was another team that I, I forgot. We have um, San Antonio, I, Orlando, Houston, Arlington, Vegas, St. Louis, Seattle, and DC. Oh, Seattle. But their uniforms are dog shit. So their uniforms are so much better the last time. Yeah. Yep. So yep. but I ended up going I'm gonna go with St. Louis, the Battle Hawks. I like their coach by blue Anthony and, Beck. Yeah, with their blue and silver and I like their, their decal and their uniforms are pretty dope. So That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, uh the first go around uh, my team was actually New York, uh, New York Guardians, because I just liked the logo, I liked the name, I was about it. Now here we are, Orlando Guardians, my one of my favorite cities in the freaking planet, with basically the same naming and branding as my sec- my former favorite teams. I was like, oh, this is a match made in heaven for me. Let's get it. I'm here for it, dude. <laughs> I love it. Although you know, I, I am going to be pretty excited to watch San Antonio, though. Um, you know, same division as Orlando, but I'm going to be excited to watch because Hans Ward is the head coach. I want to see what he can do. Uh, and also, there's I'm going to be checking out Houston again, a South Division team like Orlando, but them having Cole McDonald and then also Wade Phillips being the head coach. Shout out to that. Wade Phillips back into the game, man. There, there's a lot of aspects about the XFL that you can't help but get excited for, you know, like not only just like the promotion behind it, thanks to like The Rock, Danny Garcia, whatever, and just what they're doing to pro- make the make the game better. But then also like, you know, Rod Woodson being a head coach, that's super cool. You know, Bob Stoops, Wade Phillips, you know, Heinz Ward. I mean, you got like all these head, all these people that are a head coach are all notable in their own right. Reggie Barlow, Jim uh, Haslett, and then Terrell Buckley with um you know with Orlando who's a former fifth overall draft pick you know you know at one point so like all these teams with their coaches and it's going to be exciting to watch i'm, I'm pumped to w- tune into the XFL here soon i'm I mean, excited to try to figure out who the hell our quarterback is going to be for Arlington <laughs> who's on the roster let me pull it up so we have uh Kevin Anderson who's from Fordham uh we have Drew Pitt from Ball State and we also have Kyle Slaughter, uh, either Slaughter or Slaughter from Northern Colorado. Oh, yeah. Kyle Slaughter, who was the New Orleans Breakers, like, first-round draft pick with the USFL. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Garbage. We also have a, a former um, Philadelphia Eagle running back, Jeremy Cox. I saw that, yeah. I will Pretty say sure he's going to be our starter, too. Orlando's got some pretty nice people on their roster. I was checking out with, like I said, we got Paxton Lynch, which is cool. Um, yeah, we also have uh, Nick Coe, if anyone remembers him, former Auburn uh, D lineman. Uh, and then also former first-round draft pick who never really could figure it out in the NFL, Matt Elam at safety. He's bounced around a lot on these like these like XFL and stuff. He's bounced around quite a bit. Uh, so I'm not, I wasn't surprised to see him on there, that's for sure. And then also the, the kicker. Um, uh, Jose uh, is Miami's former kicker, so that's pretty cool. 
Vegas has some good, I, I would say relatively good players too. They have, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be their starter, uh, Brent Hundley from UCLA. Yep. Yeah, that would, uh, I would be also, shocked if he wasn't the freaking starter. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, also have a former Ohio State, the Ohio State quarter, uh, uh, running back, Rod Smith, who was a Dallas Cowboy. They also have Martavis Bryant. Look at that. Yeah, Forgot yeah. about they him. Got, they got a pretty nice roster on offense, I'll be honest. I forgot about Bryant. Wait, oh, hold up now. Look at this. They got a former top 10 draft pick, Vic Beasley at linebacker. <laughs> Damn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Vic Beasley's dude, in the yeah. XFL? <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, man. He's old, he's old as shit, though. Yeah, Vic is, man. He's, he's washed, unfortunately. Let me go look at some other rosters now. Oh, look at that. DC's got De'Aaron King, you know, and Jordan. Uh, ooh, they have Jordan Tamu. Whoa, hold on now. DC's going to be a threat. This dude was a beast in uh, the CFL. Am I right on that, CFL? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to... A, uh, go ahead. He's also super annoying to play against at Texas A&M. Shout out to uh, the Guardians. The say, or the, not the Guardians, the Battlehawks for having a former national champion and a former Heisman Trophy winner, AJ McCarron. Yo. Alabama. Our three quarterbacks for the Battlehawks are AJ McCarron, Nick Tiano, or Tiano, uh, and Ryan Willis from Virginia Tech. And then what's also notable, we have a player from UAPB, uh, Taylor Porter. So that's interesting. Um, we also have AJ Green, who is like a TikTok star. He's a brand he branded with um like he did the so the so hoodies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the one that created that. So you guys have a pretty damn good underrated uh wide receiver from North Dakota State, Darius Shepard. Let's see. And you guys also got Le uh Leighton Vanderesh or Dallas's uh yeah, Dallas's Caleb Yep, yep. Yeah, some of these rosters are actually pretty interesting to look at. I'm going. I'm on the last one now. I'm going to look at San Antonio. I just love the fact, and and, and people got to look at it this way too. Yeah, XFL, USFL, Arena Football League, the Canadian Football League. Yes, it's nothing like the NFL, but it also gives people who didn't make it in the NFL another shot. Yeah, another at chance. just doing what they love to do. Yeah. Like they're not going to be making millions and millions of dollars like NFL players, but it's still them being able to do what they love to do for a paycheck. Facts. Facts. That's, that's the big thing to keep in mind here is that they, you know, this is a big win for, for players more than anything. No, I'm, I'm pumped. We'll check out the XFL here in a couple of weeks. We'll be chatting about it on the show. You know, we'll, we'll still be going through the off season until up till after the draft. And then after the draft, we'll be going on a break. Leading back up to our return beginning of August. Uh, At least we have something to watch in the offseason. True. Kind of <laughs> interested. This uh, Battlehawks roster has like three or four Rutgers players, like three or four players from Charlotte. We have uh, the Arlington Renegades has the best punter to ever play the game of football. Marquette King. No shit. Okay. Wait, hold on. No Wait, what? Shot. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that. Marquette King is awesome, man. I love him. I didn't even see that. Hold up now. I'm, I'm excited now. <laughs> I'm even more excited now. Oh, shit. You do? I didn't even know he signed with XFL team. And he's number zero, too. He's agent zero. Hell yeah. Oh, well, looking at this, he did play in the last XFL in 2020. He played for St. Louis then, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he played for St. Louis then. Yeah, people need to keep in mind, this man was a, was an all-pro. I mean, you got to keep this in mind. Like, he didn't, you know, make a Pro Bowl because Pro Bowls are jokes. And, people, you know, if you don't, they, fans don't know who you are, you're not going. But this man was an all-pro. I mean, like, just being, just being real. Oh, no fucking way, Seattle. <laughs> See. Oh, Seattle's starting quarterback is going to be Ben DiNucci. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> Shout out to Ben Danucci, former uh, <laughs> former Dallas Cowboy. Wait, is this the is this the Josh Gordon? It probably is. He was released from yes, the last team. Yes, it is. Josh Gordon is a Seattle Sea Dragon number zero. It Let's is. See how long that lasts. Yeah. Yeah, I, for, oh, I forgot he was with Tennessee last year. Missed that. <laughs> I don't even. He was he even on the playing practice, a game. No, he was on the practice team the entire year, pretty much. Wow. Okay. Yep, I see his stats here. Yeah, he did nothing. I remember him. We, I remember him being on KC. I remember that. Man, what a what a p- promising career he could have had, and just everything got ruined by himself. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like how you oh. I, I like how you set it up as is this the Josh Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> also, real quick, I know uh, we're kind of talking about receivers that, I mean, this receiver did a lot for the game, but AJ Green announced his retirement. That's true. Yep, one of the. I would say, you know, we said this about quarterbacks. I would say that AJ Green was one of the better wide receivers to never win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I would agree. He, um, I mean, after his injury, it was never really the same. Yeah, um, unfortunately. Even, yeah, even coming back and playing with Joe Burrow for a year before he got shipped out to uh, Arizona, right? Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> Where every old player goes to retire. Basically. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is, but just imagine if he was 75% of the player he used to on that roster currently. I mean, he would definitely be a number two, number three receiver. Um, and I think Boyd or Higgins would probably would not be there. Wait a minute. Let me rephrase that. Where every good older player who never won a Super Bowl goes to retire. Oh, tough, dude. <laughs> but it's true, though. It is. J.J. Watt never it won is. a Super Bowl, went there. Carson Palmer never won a Super Bowl, went there. It's true, man. I th- there's something going on there. Facts. <laughs> Unfortunate. The script. Facts. It's the NFL yeah, script. Yeah, it's the NFL script. Bro, I have loved the conversation around that where all the players are getting in on it too. Where it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I read that in the script. And, you know, it's a blah blah this. And you know, Aaron yeah. Rodgers made a joke that he's like, Oh yeah, I didn't even read the script for this year. I read the script the last two years. Those were fun to read, but I didn't read this year's. I wanted to be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Actually during the Pro Bowl games, they did a um they did a a driving competition where they went to a, a, a driving and try to drive a, a golf ball like the farthest and literally like the second person up for the AFC um, hit it the farthest, hit it 306 or 305 yards. No one even got close up until the last NFC guy. It was Hawkinson. And he was like, and even Dan Orlowski was hosting the event and he was like, has the is he gonna follow the script and be the one to to win this for the NFC? And he hits it 316 yards farther. <laughs> and then the very next guy is like a cornerback. His name is like Poirier or something like that. I, for, I forgot what exactly what his name is. But he was like, actually, we're gonna flip the script. This guy actually plays golf and he's gonna win it. <laughs> and sure enough, he goes up there, perfect swing. 325 yard drive and wins the event for the AFC and I was like and uh, Poirier literally like leaves the hole going yep I wrote the script <laughs> I said oh my god I loved uh, the interview that Arian Foster did where he or that he was joking around with that and like bro so many people took that clip so fucking serious where it's just like oh it's, my god calm down guys like it's the people that don't understand that podcast is yeah purely satire exactly because like like it just if you just listen to the full clip, you listen to literally one portion of it. If you just got to the point where the guy literally asked him, "Yeah, so what do you think about the script?" Whenever it said that your career was going to fall off a cliff at this year, and Arian <laughs> Foster's like, "Actually, that was this year." <laughs> you know, corrected him on the year, or whatever. It's like, oh come on, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Um. All right, uh, let's go ahead and look to wrap up the show. Like I said, I do have some games that I want to play. I, I want to do some gaming. Uh, before we wrap up the show, I'm going to run through some uh, tidbits of news, um, kind of shout out there if you guys want to 
you know, follow up on anything. Uh, I'll run through all the new stuff that I've got here, and then anything you want to follow up on, follow up on. Uh, so the first thing, shout out to Steve Wilkes uh, being hired by the 49ers to be their new D.C. Uh, I've been here seeing some reports where Carolina was kind of upset. Uh, Carolina players were kind of upset that he didn't end up getting the job. Another news report that many league officials are believing that Cowboys running back, Ezekiel Elliott is willing to take a very large pay cut <laughs> to stay in Dallas. So look out that's, for that. That's all it would take is yeah. a large-ass pay cut. Yep. Uh, there is also a belief that Giants will, in fact, re-sign uh, Saquon Barkey before free agency, as it needs to be, and also talk about the Giants. I did also see where a projected number that is considered appropriate for Daniel Jones is 35 to 37 million a year. That's still a big ass payday for him. You know, I mean, and I feel like he could be realistic about it, you know, take that payday and see where he can improve from there. You know, he's finally in a system that fucking works for him. You know, like let's be a little realistic here before he maybe gets something bigger. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones will ever want to make, he's not, he's not the type of, he's, he's not, he's just not. isn't that type of guy. Yeah, he's not. Uh, apparently, the three most likely teams for the 49ers, uh, this is a rumor, is the Jets, Raiders, and the Texans. Ooh, spicy. Speaking of spicy, uh, apparently Broncos' uh, new head coach, Sean Payton, the report says that he did not want to go to Arizona because of Kyler Murray. Ooh. Okay. All right. That's telling. They he still also, don't have a coaching he job he yet. Also, he also was asked a question during his interview. I saw that about, Tim, about Team 3. About about Russell Wilson having his um, own staff. And he's like, that, that, he's basically said, yeah, that shit's not going to fly here. That won't be happening. But, you know, I will also say, apparently that truly was an anomaly because, like, I've seen so many other former players just like, yeah, that's not a thing. Like, like even for like this player, like a notable player that they, that they mentioned they played with, yeah, even he didn't have something like that. Like, that's not really a thing. Like, that, that is unheard of. You know, so they, apparently, you know, Russell Wilson and Team 3 being in the building is, in fact, an anomaly. Um, but uh, there was a couple things I wanted to shout out. You guys got anything you want to follow up on with any of those? Uh, I'm waiting. T- I'm, I'm going to see. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how long it's going to take this offseason for the announcement to come out from the Miami Dolphins that Tua Tagovailoa will be retiring. Man, I, I guarantee it, it'll happen. <sighs> Guaranteed, it should, it it should, should okay. happen. But will it though? That's the question. I think it could. I really think it could. Hey, if 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 that happens, I'm going to change my projection. Derek Carr to Miami. Well, actually, speaking <laughs> of, I got two. I got two pieces of news on Derek Carr for you. Uh, one was three hours ago, and it's just strictly rumors. Uh, the Panthers are not expected to pursue Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Uh, that's Thank per God. ESPN. And then this one's from Ian Rappaport as of an hour ago. Uh, sources, the Saints invited quarterback Derek Carr for a visit, and the Raiders have granted permission for that to happen. The plan Ooh. is for the visit is to happen tomorrow. Cl- Carr, who has a no-trade clause, is doing due diligence, and no trade is imminent. So that is – I was seeing reports that New Orleans could be linked to Derek Carr, so that could be the fit right there, boys. That was definitely interesting, ago, so. right? I mean, you got Olave there. I mean, yep. would say Michael Thomas, but that's really non-existent. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's interesting, <laughs> but I mean, I think there's definitely better landing spots. I think there's better teams out there that would be asking for his um, um, talent. Right. They still have Jarvis Landry, who I could see them resigning. Yeah. And I, if if Derek Carr comes in, I could see them trying to keep Michael Thomas just to see if a new quarterback will help a good new quarterback will help. I mean, man hasn't played a lot in the last four years of play. I mean, <laughs> right. True. I think it's pretty much over with for him to be honest, unfortunately. Um, I'll shut to Brian as, Flores. He's the new DC invite in Minnesota as well. Yeah. I'm excited for that. To be honest, really excited for that. Um, with that defense already being a decent defense, I think Brown for Flores will. There'll be a there'll be a top twelve defense this this next year, I think. Um, but definitely excited for the Super Bowl. Yep. Don't know where I'm gonna watch it yet. Same. But excited for it. Um, and then also big thing to keep an eye on in free agency is where is Odell going? That's true. 
I've, I'm still seeing reports Dallas. Yeah, there's there's there has been renewed talks with Dallas. Yeah. So I think we have something to watch. Which that's what we've been waiting for. Uh, we've been waiting for the offseason to give him more time to heal. Yeah. Because he wasn't he was not ready to play in the, in the, in the regular season. So I'm 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 gonna say Dallas. I think I, think I don't want it to most likely. I don't I don't I don't want it. I don't want it. And I know Ricky doesn't want it either. Well, it's coming. What's also <laughs> coming is I got the music coming right now. So boys, last thoughts on anything we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, gonna look forward to the Super Bowl. Gonna chat about it next week. Uh, next week and the week after, we'll be doing the show on Wednesdays, and then after that, we we'll back to Tuesday. That's on me. I got stuff that I want to do and need to do. Um, now, is it is it gonna be pre-recorded or are you going live on Wednesday? I would say just live. Okay. Yeah, I see no problem with doing live. It's just do it on Wednesday. So, well, anyway, last thoughts? Anything, boys? Anything uh, you want to give out? Score predictions? It's Super Bowl. Yeah, let's do score predictions. What's your thoughts? Thirty-one to twenty-one. Okay. I'm gonna go thirty-eight, thirty-four. Still keeping my four-point margin. I'm gonna kind of tone it down a little bit. Um, so thirty-eight, thirty-four, Eagles. Okay. I'm gonna go forty-one, thirty-eight, Eagles. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. Which we're happen? all we're all kind of so mad. Because for the last two weeks, I've been saying 42-38. <laughs> that happens when we're so mad, but I'm here for it. Uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl. It's going to be great. Minshew Mania is about to win a ring, and that's what we're here for, baby. Uh, so anyway, like I said, we'll be back next Wednesday. We'll go live for the show, uh, chat about the Super Bowl, give our thoughts on it. And the week after that, we'll also be live on Wednesday. Uh, but uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening to a terrible football show. Until next time, guys, see ya. Peace out, guys.